Hi, I'm Paul Warren. And I'm Ryan Klein. And this is another episode of SEO is Dead and Other Lies. Ryan, how you doing on this magical Saturday morning? Better. Yeah. It's not the morning, it's 1.14. This, uh, but if we were recording this the first time, it would have been about 11.30. Yeah, this comedy of errors of a podcast that, that we're calling it today. Uh, pretty much everything that could go wrong. Really, there's not that much that could go wrong. Uh, I guess just your mic's not a working. Mic, a mic crapped out. That's really about it. Go back and it came back with uh, vegan food. And yeah, coffee. I guess you could get punched in the throat and then you wouldn't be able to talk. So there's like two things that you couldn't oh, that could go cigarettes. wrong. So yeah, okay. Yeah. So uh, we're gonna talk about something pretty cool. Oh yeah, <laughs> like we always do. <laughs> um, Don't the last you know 28 episodes? It's never been cool, but this is the one. <laughs> Uh, it's never been cool except for the ones we never talk about SEO. We talk about how many Waffle oh, yeah. House locations are around the United States. So we're going to talk about uh, a few different topics, but they're all going to center around one thing and one topic. And the core focus is <laughs> how are you going to get massive amounts of content on a website when you don't really want to spend a massive amount of money? So how to get content cheap or free and a lot of it in Great. 2019. <laughs> So we actually plan on at least four things we're going to talk about, four or five. Uh, you want to start with your favorite? Because it's my least favorite. We'll just get out of the way. <clears throat> I don't, I, I, you're going to have to tell me what your least favorite is. Well, I don't really... I don't know what it is. I don't think that it's a bad idea by any means. It's actually a fantastic oh, idea. Oh, writing just, it yourself? <laughs> no, I'm not talking about that one right now. But, <coughs> pardon me, natural language generation um, is... Uh, my least favorite because I don't have a lot to talk about, but you might, and I did a little bit of research, so we should start there. I don't want to give that in this episode because you're going to have to pay for that, and like this is the whole thing is about getting content for free this one, right? No, um, I, we should talk about it because we're talking about massive amounts of content, and then even though it costs money, the probably the cost per article or piece of content you'll get from doing it will be significantly cheap. Yeah, so cheaper. this is like if you have a very large enterprise site, maybe a very, very large e-commerce site where you have to write a lot of descriptions about things you have to you know tens of thousands of pages that you need content for two three so if you're in that situation where you have thousands of pages you're probably working with a budget um, if you're in like a really really large company that, that does e-commerce and so how do you write content that's unique about those products for all those pages maybe you have a city page for every city in america mm-hmm it just depends on the, the type of like business model that you have. Uh, a good example to think of is like if you're uh, like a quick oil change company, right? Like they have multiple locations throughout a city and every city across America. So how do you write content for each individual landing page? You can't really, I mean, you could pay people to do that, but it would be like cost prohibitive to like do that and be like time consuming. So the way that you'd want to do that is through a process called natural language generation. So you're using some AI uh, and some software uh, and some data feeds to create content that's going to go out on all these different pages uh, all at one time. And basically, you know, you're going to, it kind of works like a way more sophisticated content spinner. And if you don't know what a content spinner is, we're going to explain that later on in this episode as well. But uh, think about, you know, like Zillow. Zillow has descriptive content about every like neighborhood in America. And the way that they wrote that is they found like, some sort of data source, whether it was like Wikipedia, there's, there's a million types of things, and they plugged it in this AI, and then it wrote content for those pages, but it wrote it in a way that it was very easy to like read. So it, it doesn't look like it was, it was written by a computer, it looked like a human being wrote, wrote it, and it was, uh, it was useful when you actually read the content. Yeah, and um, one way that I can personally verify that these uh, AI or the NLG, it does such a great job is 
uh, when we play fantasy football, like Yahoo Fantasy Football, and it gives you recaps about how much you got uh, smothered by your opponent or how much you, you, you kicked their ass and last week. You get these reports, and then it kind of like grabs the data, you know, like the most points, and then your players that performed well, and, and then the margins of victory, and then other, other numbers, and it pulls it all together, and it kind of <coughs> and it bridges it with, with content. And when I'm reading it, I mean, I know that someone didn't sit there writing it, but it's just like there's no way that it seems spun by any means. Yeah, so it's taking like the point spread and algorithmically like creating content based on that point spread. Like, okay, it was this wide of a spread, so you're going to get this negative of like a write-up and then throw in these words, you know, like synonyms for these words. But like the level of uniqueness, it just kind of comes together. I don't know if they, they templatize or they use the same exact sentences to bridge every data <clears throat> point every time. I feel like they probably use like a bunch of canned well, ones, but it it's all unique at the end of the day. We're going to be very quickly approaching a point where the the, mo the vast amount of content on your website will not need to be written by a human being. I kind of feel that's going that direction. You Unless can do, you can really get away with it right now. Yeah, I, I think as long as there's a lot of data out there and there's a lot of uh, pre-existing uh, information on it, uh, AI is going to be able to pull it all together and then make it make sense. And if it's anyone. evergreen type of content, uh, then it's really easy to do. An another example, so I, I was reading about Wordsmith. That was one I told you about. I was reading yep. about allergies. Uh, the Wikipedia wasn't kind of for me, so I had to go other places. So the Wordsmith, it was basically like, um, there was one example of a, you know enterprise corporation that, that was like, we have so much data, but then um, a lot of people in different departments don't really know what to do with those numbers. Like if they just saw like graphs and spreadsheets and all this, they'd just be like, cool, it's a bunch of numbers. So they use the AI to pretty much take it and then um, elaborate it more textually. Mm -hmm. And then it's just, then it's a report where people can digest it much easier than like, you know, only the financial department being able to analyze it. Yeah. So that's like an example of how some people use it there. But it's super valuable that way. Um, so that, that's kind of where things are headed. That, that's not going to be a free service for anyone to, to take advantage of listening to this podcast. So if you're a local business, you probably don't have a need for that anyways. So we're going to cover some ways for you to get content very very well mostly free i would say well do you're very cheap do you have any idea like how much some of these nlg software or ai or services cost at all they're really they're pretty costly they are like really tens expensive. of thousands or are they <laughs> the problem is like setting all the stuff up it, it's very like complicated i, I think the, the only reason this this will apply to you know some people are listening because imagine you know you, you do e-commerce you potentially have tens of thousands of pages that you want to create for any particular reason um you might realize that you know, it might cost $10,000, but you might get 10, 20, 30,000 pages. I don't know, hypothetically, and then it might be worth exploring. It's less than a dollar a page, so. Yeah, just yeah. think about it that way before we move to the next part. Yeah. So let's cover some of the top ways to get content. Cool. For cheap or free. Okay. In no 2019. <laughs> Number one. All right, let's stop it. 2019, 2019. Okay. Number one, go to your competitor's website, grab all the content, put it on your website. <laughs> no. <laughs> Definitely don't do that, guys. <laughs> we're not giving you that. Worst thing that happens, cease and desist. All right. So we're going to start at the, the very bottom. This is more. Let's, let's not even like number these. Uh, I don't really want to. I don't want to prioritize just, them anyway. Yeah. I want to prioritize these you, like you. Yeah. You pick one. What, which so one? So we'll start with like the crappiest way and that's writing it yourself. Right. <laughs> okay. That's, that's free. Well, that's, that's, Unless I mean, costs you your time. It's not but, worth anything. Yeah. But you know, you're going to get the content that you want. And it's probably going to cover everything because you're writing it. And then, you know, if it's not good, you only have yourself to blame. 
If you're uh, if you don't make it to your own damn vault, if you, you know? need your an editor, like let's say you write it, but you're bad at editing and you want to look like a like a buffoon on your website, you can go on Fiverr and then just submit it. Pay someone someone five dollars to edit you it. You can give it to your niece or nephew or, or your sister. Yeah, brother. someone you someone that's daughter. you know in school that's yeah. in a language class. So you can, can write stuff, turn it in as a report, and then <laughs> they can grade it and bring it back to you. you know? Yeah, or yeah. just so um, we've talked about that a little bit in the past. I think that we have a little bit more to elaborate on this point in the form of Google Docs. Google Docs. So I don't know if we mentioned this last time, but we're going to start doing this ourselves. Oh, is using the trans- trans- oh, transcribing. Yeah. yeah, if you guys don't know this, this is really really cool. So if you have a mic, maybe you hate typing. Maybe you hate mainly. Maybe you never really know. Hate maybe you never learned how to use your your two pointer fingers. Uh, yeah, uh, maybe you have to stare at the. Your. Google has made your life easier once again, my friend. <laughs> so, as long as you have a mic built in to Google Docs, everywhere is the option to do text to uh, or speech to text. So wow. you can just talk right into this mic, and it will type out everything that you're saying into that Google Doc. And if you speak clearly and slowly, much like I'm doing right now, and I normally don't while I'm podcasting, it's pretty accurate. It's important to remember to speak clearly and slowly. if you want it to work. No, you, <laughs> you actually can, can speak at a normal pace, and it'll still do well, it. Well, you can mess around. You could be like... Can you type this? Can you type this? Can you type this? And then you just go faster, faster until you know what the sweet yeah. spot is. Yeah, but just so you guys uh, know too, uh, it only does it through one feed, so like one mic at a time. So we can't really do it with our podcast because it'll only like listen to one mic. Well, I mean, I guess we could extract. We actually the audio. could do it on this right now since we're both both <laughs> micing it. Well, through your computer, but transcription services are, are expensive for them to be good. We actually and just did wrong. We actually just did one on Fiverr for a couple of podcasts. And it, why I, are you saying we? I didn't do that. Well, you we did were that. part of it. Well, I I paid for it. I mean, well, I would have done it. Money. Kept, well, let's just put it this way: your name was Paula the whole time. Oh yeah, and that's all you need to know about how that that's, service was. It was real bad. It was really bad. And I actually gave it to one of my virtual assistants, and she was like. I'm wow. Paula Shorn. He's <laughs> like, wow. Yeah, I had to I don't really, really know what to do that. with this. But um, yeah, transcription is great. Uh, repurposing content, you know, you know, from listening to us, you know, the past year or so, or however long you've been listening, we, you know, we're all about two birds, five birds, one yeah. stone, repurposing, all that kind of stuff. Okay, so you know, we didn't really want to get into like you writing yourself because we don't like to write stuff ourselves. We're talking about what the bottom so, is. Yeah, we're pits. trying to give you guys uh, some better ways to get content done. So number two, I think is find old websites that used to exist, put them in the Wayback Machine. If you don't know what the Wayback Machine is, uh, Google it. But it's just a website that archives pages of other websites and allows you to historically look at them at different points in time that they existed. So so I want to preface this. Um, a lot of people do this not always for the content for their website, but they use this for link building and, and other things. But if it works for you, it works for you. So. Let's tell them. This is like this is some gold. This it's is like some crazy stuff. I mean, I don't know how much you want to divulge because these are things that we have figured out in a long time. So here's what you got deep, right? Uh, you find, you know, should we tell them how to find? We can. I'll say this. Go. You can way back old directories, 
let's think about like yp.com or yellowpages.com yeah. back then. Go to an old website. Uh, go, no, not sorry, not old websites. Just like directories that exist now that have probably existed for 10 or 15, 20 years. Way back then, back 10 years. They're going to list a lot of websites by category that may exist now, but a lot that probably don't. You're going to check so, them all when they don't exist anymore. Yeah, when you're, they you're, say you're going to check those links in it, and if it's broken, and you know like it doesn't work anymore, right? So the it's business say doesn't cannot connect to IP. Probably work. Uh-huh. It's probably out of business. Then you're going to take the domain for it, and you're going to put that in the Wayback Machine, and you're going to see if you can find some pages for it, and then you're going to find the content. And then here's what you want to do. Actually, you want to Google the text of that content. Just like throw, just take like the first like paragraph and throw that bad boy in Google and see if it shows up anywhere at all. If it's still indexed, right? And if it's not, guess what? You just got yourself some content no one's using. Yeah. Or if you want to do it like on a large scale instead of individually, um, you know, doing every single page, you could do uh, like Copyscape. You know. Yeah, you could do that check. too. Copyscape is a. Uh, it's free, right? It's really loud out there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's a huge There's celebration a out on Orange Avenue. This is one of the problems of living downtown. Sometimes uh, it's Cuban like, festivals It's happen. like in my apartment right now. Or anyway. just festivals. It's not really a problem that it's Cuban. It's just it's a festival. No, it's cool. Yeah, <laughs> it's just that cool. We have background music now. It's, it's yeah. fun. <laughs> but um, no, it works really well. I think primarily you're trying to find um, a lot of blogs. Um, people have been blogging for a long time. So you'll, you'll go to old websites that had their own blogs and you can grab their old blogs. If their service page isn't about in home, it's going to be about that company. their business. So, and so like that probably won't work that well. But you can definitely find this delicious, wonderful content. So let's say you found it and you want to use it a bunch of times <laughs> for other reasons, like SEO reasons. Wait, all the content that you found let's on the website? Let's say like you find some content and it's really good. You don't want to use it on your blog, but you have other websites you want to post it on for link building purposes. Like maybe you got a PBN, right? Maybe. So what do you do? Well, you can use what's called a content spinner. Oh, you want to, you find one piece of content and you want to spin it a few yeah. times is what you're saying. Yeah. And we're going to, we'll, t- I, we'll tell them a little story just, about I, how I'll, we used it in the past. I'm going to preface this too. We don't use any spun content whatsoever anymore and we haven't for a long time for any project, no matter what. Yeah. But if you have the infrastructure and you have the time or whatever, don't you, put this on your own website. You can, it's you not going to be good. You can still spin content and edit it, but it's going to be a lot of editing. So there's, there's like a million websites out there that if you just Google like free content spinner, I think one is freecontentspinner.com or, or something it's like probably that. probably so bad. Yeah. Uh, but what it does is you'll throw like an article in there and then you can tell it, give it some parameters. Like every third word use like a synonym for whatever that word is. Right. Yeah every fourth word so what you get is uh it doesn't read well like a human being wouldn't ever read it and be like i really understand what's going on there i mean you would i guess you would sort of understand maybe but it doesn't really matter to google like well google might be to the point where it knows it's spun now i mean google i don't don't know if it is i i I can't tell either i mean they're just looking at a bunch of nouns, adjectives, verbs, and they're just yeah, like, whatever. Yeah, but we just use it for, like, link building anyways. Like, uh, People read it. If they read one adjective that's been swapped out that doesn't make sense, they're going to be like, this is crap. Yeah. That just takes one thing for the user experience to be terrible. So we, we um, back in the day, we found an exploit when we were doing link building. We were younger SEOs back then. You were just younger men. We were just younger. Younger men, younger SEOs. But uh, there was a CMS, you know, so like WordPress, whatever, uh, called uh, .NET Nuke or DNN. It's still around, I think. There's some stuff. Oh still yeah, on but it, they've right? they've cleaned it up like so much. It's, yeah, it's, it's not even the same thing anymore. Uh, but 
and the when you installed .NET Nuke on a website, there was like a lot of things built into it that if you didn't specifically know about or like go and shut off, it would leave exploits on your website. So people could get in and they could post content and they could put links and stuff in there. Mm -hmm. And we figured out one of them. And so, you know, it kind of gave you access to like build your own profile on another website and put in pages and links and stuff. And this is a very, very popular link building tactic. There was like software that like just automated this whole process for you. We didn't have the money for that software and we just like found the websites that had it ourselves and like what, what's, what was the software it. exactly what that was I auto posting the, the content? name of it but there yeah it would just find all that stuff well you know what it was out, out over there in like honestly India and Bangladesh those SEOs that were working so heavily in, in black hat and exploiting the links mm -hmm. they knew what was up more than a lot of SEOs here yeah you could go to like and some of these websites were pretty well-known highly traffic sites we'll, like we'll, the we'll BBC was one of them well um, just like super quick side note every single time that you have you know the foreign link building package like i'll build build links for you mm -hmm. i guarantee it's like this kind of stuff it's exploitive it's black hat it's kind yeah, of weird so stuff it's good to know about this because this is who's this is where you're getting links i thought they do it packages. now but there's like every cms has some level of exploit um whether it's through plugins whether it's just through they're just there always is and that's why you have to keep that stuff up to date because mm -hmm. Jerk SEOs can get in there and exploit it. <laughs> so are we talking about link building? We're we talking about content, my friend. We're talking about content. Oh, okay, cool. So, uh, you know, then we found all these exploits. So we would find one old article from a website, and we would spin it hundreds of times and just post it on. <laughs> it these, was terrible on these pages, and then put links in it. Um, they still, it, they still it worked. worked. They still work quite well, actually. But yeah. we don't do that anymore. Yeah, but then like uh, also the pages. I don't think they got crawled as well. If, if the if the pages were only like. 150, 200 words. I don't think they'd get crawled as well. And they yeah. actually have. Well, to back then I would Google plus the profile uh, or like the link to the page, and then I would check it, like plus it, and it would get indexed almost immediately. Oh, nice. but there's no Google Plus anymore, guys. So. You should ask Corey. Corey found a really good uh, link indexer again. That's been working oh. well. So okay, so now we've covered. How to turn one article into like thousands? Well, what for are link some examples? Purposes. I mean, really I used Word, I used Word, uh, something called Word AI. It had varying levels of how unique or human-like you wanted to make it, and yeah. it, and and depending on how you, it was like a sliding scale how much you want to do it. It would cost like more and more money. Yeah. Then it would have a selection that was like, like, like human boost. Like check this if you really want to boost into <laughs> human, human boost, boost. Yeah, like like stuff like that. And so um, it started to get kind of like pricey once you started spinning it. But the content at the end of the day, no matter how much you, you said, make it unique, make it like still readable, it, it still is still just sucks. like, this isn't still is not yeah. very good. I mean, at the end of the day, what it's doing is, is just selecting a lot of verbs and adjectives and swapping them out for synonyms. Yeah. That's it. So And, and then swapping in, um, inflections. It's essentially, and then I mean, it's a spinner. Sentence structure. <laughs> it's just a better spinner. It's just a better spinner. Yeah. Uh, well, all right. We'll so cut it today. I, I'm not gonna say well. We've covered all the free ways up to this point. I actually have one more thing to say. Okay. About um, because man, we're just giving it away today. This is a special episode. Yeah. Um, so we're talking about going way back and you know grabbing it from old. We're, we're basically mentioning like this is how you get to get from like old businesses websites and like mm. maybe you'll do it by bloggers and stuff. But one of the biggest I guess caches of content we ever found. That was awesome, and I hope they're going to listen to this. Is um, Fine Law had a um, kind of a buried link mm -hmm. for all and listed all the blogs that they had. 
So oh remember whoa. they used to. So yeah. remember they used to sell like. So back in the day, Fine Law, if you're all familiar with them, they're the biggest legal marketing company in the whole world, which makes them. Are they still? They have to be. They're massive. They have thousands and thousands of clients. So their salespeople got really crafty and were like, "How can we milk our clients for more money? Um, let's sell them an offsite blog." So you remember when they did that, which was like the yeah. most ridiculous thing in the world. So that they sold all these people offsite blogs with the intention of getting like some traffic there, but ultimately linking back to their website for SEO purposes, which there's a million b- better things to do. But anyway, they wrote these people massive, massive amounts of, of articles. Like, and they sold dozens, if not hundreds, they sold hundreds of these. And they put them on their website, like fine law forward slash forward slash forward slash, yeah. forward slash and they listed them all. And then they like, cut them off and then most people stopped paying for their blogs and they all like got redirect all that crap so we found the link and then we just way backed all of them Whoa. and it was just massive amounts of legal blogs so you haven't written a new blog in years <laughs> no they do not go to our clients <laughs> because if you also know how fine law writes blogs they it's not very good they don't write about long-tailed no. like informative stuff like what do we do after a car accident what do i have to do if I'm they write about like two injured <clears throat> in accident on orange avenue it's like who cares so yeah. but that's great for other purposes so, so oh so, you know i forgot one other free way just real quick the moral of the story is find hubs that would have a lot of links to different blogs and you're gonna start hitting gold on so different places I, I forgot one other way to get free content and you will absolutely get free content if you do this if you have a website build a page that says uh guest post with us <laughs> and just publish it and put an email like contact like hey are you interested in uh and publishing guest posts on our website about blah 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 you know we always take uh you know interesting content and then never people. link out to them and then um you can link out to them who cares if you link out to them as long as it's not a competitor it doesn't matter yeah i mean and you're, you're gonna get pitches probably once a once every couple of days, if you just have a page that oh, says pe- we accept guest posts. People like freak out. I mean, I, um, I, I get it for different websites. They're like, can I give you 50 bucks? And I'm just, just like, be like, And no. be really clear on there. Like, hey, I'll give you two do followed links in it and a profile link, like a authorship link at the bottom. Um, it has to be at least 500 words and like pertaining to these topics. And then people will fuck, they will give you content all day. You'll get free yeah. content. I mean, I, I, get, I get offers for all the time. I mean... Might not be good. <laughs> yeah, well, hopefully it's good. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I remember for, you know, managed legal websites and then like bankrate.com is like one of the big ones that does tons of outreach. And they're like, oh, man, I started a resource page. Would be This would be a great addition. And I just, I'm always too rude. I got to like chill out. Got to do some karma points back. Oh, I'm just yeah. like, absolutely not. But I hope that you meet your link building quota and you get a sweet bonus. Have a good day. <laughs> Have a good day. <laughs> so, um, Wayback is one of your best friends if you're an SEO. Um, I still donate to them. <laughs> yeah. Like, I donate to them as much as Wikipedia. I want them to stay around. I okay. donate to ASPCA. I don't know if I've ever Wikipedia, <laughs> donated to Wikipedia, but... And I donate to Wayback. Those are the three. And then, like, Publix for kids that are sick. Wikipedia should like just be kids. like, we're going to do ads for a week to pay for everything. Yeah. Like, this is our ad week. And then, then, like, okay, the rest of the year we don't do ads. I don't know why they don't do that. They should, instead of asking they everyone should for be, a dollar. They should be a casino and porn links, too. Yeah. They make even so. more money. So, way back, imagine just going to websites. Just think, where would a lot of links to blogs and places I would love to get co- content be? And all then right. you'll get a bunch of content. So, we've covered all the free ways. Now we get to talk about... Let's talk about cheap, cheap ways. Cheap ways. Okay. Number one. 
Upwork. So Upwork, if you've never been, it used to be Odesk back in the day. I remember that. Well, now so, it's Upwork. So if we're going to go to Upwork and we're really talking about consistently paying money, we're not going to have writers in the United States. Oh, yeah. You can get an article written super cheap. It just depends on the experience level of the writer. But you can settle that. If you're like, hey, I want, uh, you know, 10 400 word articles for $10 an article, you can find that. Um, it'll be readable stuff. Uh, like a human being will write it. Uh, they have quality scores of like the people. They have like reviews of like the people that do it. Um, you know, you can set the budget that you want to set. Generally, for like thirty bucks, you can get a pretty uh, like a really good article written for around thirty bucks. An article uh, that's like on the higher end, but you know, you can definitely go Dude, real low. Expensive. Seven dollars, six dollars, five dollars. So, two things about Upwork since you decided to go there. Mm-hmm. Um, a and I've done this past and 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 anyone <laughs> represent Mark my market here. All in-house content. We're talking about other situations. Mm-hmm. A, people in the Philippines are highly educated and will write fantastic content for possibly $5 an hour. Absolutely. Um, they are more fluent than half the people in the United States. And You'd they be sound, amazed. They, they sound more American than most people they in the do. States. <laughs> and uh, so Philippines, highly recommended for customer service, virtual assistance, like sales. They can do like sales hunting, but we're talking about content. So they write content, I mean... Highly educated, highly motivated, reliable, like and fluent as f. The the money that they make from it is pretty good there, and they're 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 cool with it. Yeah. Um. So that's one. I know I singled out so, that country. There's probably a few yeah. others, but I've just had. So this experience. is also like the most legitimate of the ways to pay for it that we're going to talk about because there's other sites that we're going to cover that you can go to where you're going to get better deals. <clears throat> So. But it'll be crappier. So uh, another thing that you can do on Upwork, which is pretty interesting, is you can go to someone in the United States that just um, started on Upwork. Yeah. So someone that has like zero earnings, zero hours, um, has a starting rate of like, I don't know, 10 12 $14 an hour, and go to them and be like, hey, write a bunch of crap for me for like nothing, and I'll give you like great reviews. Because you don't have any reviews, you don't have any earnings, you don't have anything. You have to like start somewhere. Yeah. So listen, I'll like I'll give you a bunch of projects. You'll go from zero to five stars in like a heartbeat, and you'll do it for half. You'll do it for nothing. Yeah. Like that's how some people have to kickstart their profile some way. Sometimes you gotta give away. You know, when you have a restaurant, you gotta give away some food. <laughs> <laughs> like a soft opening. <laughs> yeah. You know, you gotta you gotta test out the menu. No, it's true. I mean, it's you, not, you can this is how it works. And, and this applies to a lot of things. I mean, people. Um, your upbreak's been. Or, or, around for a long time people don't trust people oftentimes with no reviews or anything they want to start with someone that's already established uh, on a on a website like that on upwork reviews are, are vitally important i know so, so you can go to them and be like hey listen you know i i noticed you don't have like any reviews you know um why, why, some why, if you why write do, me why don't you do five articles for free just do it for do it for free no pay me for my <laughs> reviews um, so just consider that Upwork is great. We've talked about that a bunch in the past too. So yeah, um, I so, think those are two good options. Okay, so we've gone through Upwork, which is great. Now I'm going to give you two other sites you can go to to get cheap, cheap content. And these are like people who are geared towards SEO. If you go to like Upwork, you're going to find people who are actual writers, and they'll write about. You'll have like actual subject matter that's, experts that, that you that, can pay there. That's true too. And then yeah. the one thing they're, they're not always going to know about SEO. Yeah, like you might just find someone that like worked. Uh, and finance for a long time has articles published in Forbes about finance like is a legit real source about that subject matter 
and you're going to pay like $70 to have him write an article for you. It's going to be a lot of money Hell, or $100. $7 million. Yeah, probably not that. Uh, oh, okay. But, you know, you're going, to have, you're going to pay like a lot, uh, like a premium for it. But what's cool is like you have the ability to find that, right? Uh, the places we're going to tell you now, you're not going to have the ability to find that. <laughs> you're going to be like, this is started by SEOs, basically for SEOs. Like they know like the niche that they're going after. Right? Okay, so this is SEOcontent.com, right? Pretty much. We should, we should just go ahead and start that website after this. <laughs> I don't know oh, why we God. haven't. Um, content is we can aggregate so the best wild. deals and best reviews from all the other no, websites. We don't want to start um, a content company because the NLG is going to take over pretty yeah. soon. So it doesn't matter. So, okay. If you go to Black Hat World, this is an oldie but a goldie. All right. It's been around for a long time now. But there's a services section on there. Uh, I think this is where like a lot of people get started with like buying services is Black Hat World. Um, that are like the warrior form. But Black Hat World's gonna have like all kinds of packages. Uh, if you there's like a whole content section, um, and basically they outsource stuff to like you know a lot of those people are in India, the, the they're in the Philippines, are you the they're in Thailand. Outsource somewhere else. Yeah, like they uh, outsource it Pakistan. to America. <laughs> it's just a um, full circle. So. Uh, but the thing is, you have someone that manage all of it. You're just going to buy a package. You're going to tell them the subject matter and the keywords, and they're going to provide all of it. So the transaction's pretty painless, pretty quick. And they're and honestly, they the turnaround time for the places like that is super fast. Uh, you just have to be sure that you're running that stuff through some sort of software to make sure that it wasn't like completely ripped off from some other website oh, that's yeah. published. I, mean, I, I run anything through oh, cop yeah, CopyScape. We want to be very clear. If With all content, you want to check it for... Uh, plagiarism for sure yeah i mean there's all sorts of things I, i'm not going to pinpoint and promise you something like absolutely horrible is going to happen i think the worst thing that happens is you're going to piss off someone or it's just not going to do anything those yeah. are typically the main so, things happen those things are uh really really important to do when especially when you're using services on sites like this so the other one that you can go to is legit and i believe it's spelled with two eyes Jet.com. Of course, like Fiverr's with yeah. five R's. Fiverr's a good, uh, place you can go to as well. I, I wouldn't go to it, though, for, for this, just because uh, you can I, find more specialized it's, things. It's, it's hard to, like, kind of filter through what's crap or not, because some people get, like, four or 5,000 reviews, and you're like, isn't that good? And then you do it, and you're like, this is yeah. terrible. How did they get so many you're, reviews? What's great about, like, uh, these websites is you're going to see reviews from people who are, like, in the industry, uh, and you can judge, like, if it's, if it's valuable or not. Usually, if you have like some pretty crappy service, like you're gonna get blasted on those message boards for these, and it's you're not gonna be doing it for super long. So, either of those, I mean, you can find packages. You can get like 20 articles for like 40 bucks. Oh, is that what's happening like there? That. That's pretty uh, it's, sweet. It just depends. You you'll I have mean, to look what, around at whatever I mean, what offers. What are you really doing with this content at that point? I mean, if you want, if you're if you want actual content for your site that you don't want to write yourself, if you want blog articles, I mean, if you want the, uh, guest posts, I mean, whatever you want. Some good things about like this content is maybe you know use them as blogs and they kind of create the foundation. Then you write like a good intro and you great a great outro and yeah, it helps you kind of kickstart what you're trying to do. Maybe yeah. So you know those are both good ways uh, to get content very cheap. So another type of content that we didn't cover yet, but we should talk a little about is maybe some more creative type of content, right? So images, maybe like infographics, maybe like little animations, things oh, like that. Oh, how about that? How about that? Well, like I said before in the beginning of the podcast, if you see images you like, go on your competitor's website, <laughs> grab their images and put it on your website. Yeah, they'll never Ex know. Except uh, the thing about uh, images is you will get sued Whereas with content... You really you will get sued with images. The, it's amazing. The, the different forms of content are interesting because you just like grab images without knowing where it is without um, 
any um, attribution, you will get sued, and you will get sued for a lot of money. With content, you will get a cease and desist. Yeah, that's and amazing. That's which is way less of a big deal. I've gotten like uh, I, I managed a forum one time, and someone was posting like links to some other websites like courses, but you could download them, you know, like illegally download them. And they were like, "You have to give me the name, like the contact information and the, and the name of the person, like the poster." And I was like, "I don't have to give you any." I that, don't think but that's I like it the, down. the laws under the yeah, forum. I was like, I took. I, I took it down immediately because like you can't have copyrighted stuff in there like that that's like illegal and I was like but I don't have to provide you with any information on the poster like that's just not how it works unless I'm subpoenaed this is the dark web baby yeah um, but so some good sites to go after if you want free images is Pexels uh, that has nothing but fair use images uh, all sizes it has videos that you can use that are fair use and then what else uh, oh should we tell them a the little trick on how to find stuff in Google? Well, I mean, you can do Google Images, and then you can do by usage rights, and then usage rights say completely any yeah. usage. So that's what I was going to tell them. Oh, you were going to say that? <laughs> yeah, I that's you how you find it like, in Google. Oh, you f- I thought you were going to say, like, you find an image that you really like, then you save it, and then you do a Google image search of it, and then you see, like, where no. it came from. So okay, <laughs> you just search whatever you're looking for in Google Images, and then there's you can refine the search. There's tools, and it allows you to refine it by the size, the date that it was posted, but also the usage rights. So it's like you, like free to use, free to use with attribution, like can't use it, like all that stuff. And, and then someone's, some that are pretty good, um, which is actually much broader, and you can't, but it depends, it's very <laughs> limited, is uh, you can use with non-commercial use. So if you're doing it for like a blog that you're not like selling anything or you're not a business, mm-hmm. you're gonna be, probably have access to a lot of images. Yeah, and then uh, do you have any like infographic uh, resources you want to share? Um, you can. They're really uh, not that big anymore. Like you they go used on to competitors. Be. No, um, uh, we, for images and like some creative things, we use Canva a lot. Yeah, Canva is cool. Um, I used to make my own infographics when I worked in house because it was uh, it was my uh, way of doing something uh, using another part of my brain that yeah. wasn't just like links, 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 like yeah. and all that crap. Um, so I used to. What did I use for infographics? And it was actually free, and it was pretty good. Um, that's a question for the audience. What did I use? No, I don't. I don't. I don't remember. Um, it, I'd have to. I'd have to think about it. Um, but there, are, there are some uh, infographics. I, I don't know. Uh, they're not like what they used to be. Well, first of all, they're they're like they take a crap ton of time. Yeah. To make a good one, and um, if you outsource it, you're gonna probably pay a couple hundred dollars. But you can least. also find these on any of the sites that we've given you uh, examples of, guys. So if you want to go to like like Fiverr is like a perfectly good one to use for that. And so is legit, and so is uh, Blackout World or Warrior Forum. I wouldn't worry about like infographics right now. Compared yeah, they're, to other stuff. they're not really the thing. I mean, w- like six years ago, we used to get really excited about them because we're like, Ooh, they bro. could go viral, and we can get a links, ton of links, links, links and all this. But I don't really know if that happens. So especially now. Um, okay. Well, I feel like we've covered like a lot of lot of yeah, we covered opportunities a lot. for content. Yeah, and if we keep talking free. about it, this is going to be premium content. You're going to have to freaking yeah, go on our Patreon. pay for this content. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so, you know, if you guys have uh, any listeners out there actually have some ideas and stuff that we didn't cover, feel free to, like, send us an email or hit us up on uh, Facebook yeah, or I w- I YouTube. Say, I want to say something. We're starting yeah. to get more emails. Oh, uh, the the, uh, the community is actually open up, coming out, and emailing us. So if you're listening to this and you listen to us pretty often, freaking email us by now. Or Con- is that all they do? They send contact or they call to you or they text you? They don't they ever pro- text me because I've never person. given them my phone number. Well, not until so, <laughs> 
Yeah, but we, you know, we really love uh, hearing from our listeners out there. And it's so, actually it, really exciting for us. It makes yeah. us want to do it more often, obviously. Yeah. Um, so, you know, hit us up at seosdeadandotherlies at gmail.com. And be sure to, you know, subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is just these podcasts when they come out. Oh, or oh, subscribe to our actual podcast. And um, I am working on the seosdeadcast.com. Yeah. Which, so that's coming soon. Which We're going to have an actual done. website with all these posted and <laughs> It has a sweet template, podcast template I bought off a Theme Forest on it right now. Love it. Love and, uh, it. And I'm, modif- I'm just modifying it to have more of our stuff. <laughs> um, but that's where we'll probably have additional bonus content and if you like what you hear uh, be sure to give us a positive review on one of those and if you don't like what you hear give us a positive review anyways and eventually if we get enough we can like make money from this and then we can make what you do want to hear and then we give the money to you (laughs) if you're listening Um, and then also if you have a blog and if you you know eventually grab content you make your own blog with the content we told you about feel free to um put a, a, a like a hyperlink with the anchor text of seo podcast and link it to, <laughs> to it S- seo's dead here's really what i want is just us to ha- be in a top 10 list for, I mean, for seo podcasts we just we love lists and then we, everyone should know that top 10 lists yeah, are still so pretty cool if you're thanks. listening out there and you have the ability to put us in a top 10 thanks list to we would love it buzzfeed thank you for top 10 lists we also make no money off this podcast just, just money. so everyone knows yeah no I'm, actually I, lose, I lose money it. because we just did dilly dally for about three hours yeah. Which you can have done SEO. But also, I, I pay for the hosting. Okay. Well. We're rambling. Okay. Thanks, everyone. But anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening. We, we do appreciate all you. And, uh, you know, we look forward to uh, our next episode. Absolutely. Take care. Enjoy your weekend. All right. Goodbye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.